There's another big issue. We'll talk about advertising just now, uh, about a very interesting Ford Mustang car. You don't quite see, but do you get it? That comes up later on. But before that, uh, probably the biggest issue of the week has got to be that tragic story of the of the Syrian boy being washed up on the on the shores of Bodrum in Turkey. Um, and uh, very importantly, uh, that's the tragic story. But the other one is. How did the media cover it? How should the media have covered it? Did you see the picture? What did you think about it? Uh, was it right to publish that photograph or not? Or the cartoon form? All of that with William Byrd right after this. Gadgets, apps, tech experts, cameras, Wi-Fi, broadband, Google Hangout, the cloud, data costs. I talk to the voices of tech media on Afternoon Talk, Tuesdays at 2.30 p.m. HIV is a threat to women, men, and children around the world. MEC for Health in Gauteng, Dani Masangu. Stigma and discrimination is still very prevalent in our society. Why? Because we still have a notion that human rights, uh, my status is my secret and my secret alone. So we need to go beyond the point for us to be in a position uh, to really say, yes, indeed, uh, we are going to conquer and fight HIV and AIDS. Responsible. SAFM, South Africa's news and information leader. Media at SAFM with Ashraf Garden. Exploring every media platform and industry. Only on 104 to 107. All right, William Bird is with us from Media Monitoring Africa. William, appreciate your time. It's been a while. Hi. Hi, good morning. Good to be here. Good. So you, you've heard me preface those, uh, the discussion around that the Syrian, Syrian child, and there's that hashtag alone, just Syrian child, by the way, mm. that you can follow even now. Uh, sadly, I mean, he's a refugee. Many people, we know the problems in Syria, so they've all mm. spilled over parts of North Africa. Others have gone across to Europe. I think most that's the dominant number. Yep. Uh, but this child being washed up on the shores of Bodrum, ironically, I was in Bodrum last year. Mm. I know that particular shoreline. I can just imagine that, right? Talk, now, the big issue for us here is, should the picture be published or not? So, I think there are a couple of things in, in making that kind of determination. Obviously, I mean, the first thing is this, is that pictures of, of children in traumatic or either when they're dead are some of the most powerful images that's, that we've ever seen. If we think of mm. our own context, uh, either in Africa or by our own journalists, if, if I talk about a, an image of a vulture and a child, you know exactly which image I'm talking about. I'd say Hector Peterson. Absolutely. And we all know, like, they are very, they're various iconic images. So children have a particular power in news to convey things that other times things aren't necessarily able to be conveyed and they can change things quite dramatically and we see in the in relation to this image that there are a number of people writing and saying what a massive difference it's already made mm. to mm. government suddenly having to respond whereas previously they'd been so, silent. So in this case, I mean in the past I know you've spoken <coughs> out against uh, depicting violence and, and things in the media, right? In this case? So I think that they that you have to be very careful about it. So we've always have tried to tread a line that says that you can use very violent and extreme images, but you need to be very clear about why you're doing that and when you're doing it. So this, the, the first thing I would raise about this is this, is had that child been either an English child or a German child, I very much doubt that the media would have run with that image. Really? Why, why so? So if you think about the, 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 the plane crash that occurred in, in France uh, not too many months ago, how many images of dead children did you see there? Bits of body, and, 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 anything and like that. And they could have shown them, you know. Children do, do die in accidents and mm. in tragic circumstances all over the world, but you don't see them, right? So that's the first thing. And yet I think that one of the things that makes this so powerful is that 
that, especially in a European context, is that this boy looks as though he could have been any one of their children because, <coughs> excuse me, because even though he's not uh, one of them, he looks a lot whiter than them. And this does deal with issues of race because, yeah, again, yeah. had he been a black child, because to be clear, these accidents have occurred throughout the year. Children not, have drowned ev- almost every day in, in this crisis. So it, be, it needs to have a particular bearing. Are you suggesting because, <coughs> and it sounds crazy, because he looked pretty cute looking. Yeah. Uh, and that's why there was an emotional connection. Well, I think it's a number of things. You know, it's children, it, it, it's because it resonates so profoundly with our own lived experiences and our own ideas of what constitutes childhood. And, the, and that's that extreme violation. Here you've got a little boy who's dressed, you could easily in any other scenario imagine him running and playing on, jumping around and playing in the sand on that beach, you know. He's looking cute, he's got his little shirt on, his shorts, his little sandals. That's the kind of thing. And it's at the sea, it's not like it's a violent sea, it's peace, it's calm, and you can just see this little boy lying face down in the or sand. Or like, like and he's it's fallen asleep. Yeah, and, it, and it makes the image that much more tragic, you know. And that's one of the critical things that I think make this image so powerful. So, to get to then whether they should have used it, I think that... Some of the media put in quite clear justifications around why they're choosing to use it, and that's important. But what I think we must try and caution against is this idea that it now moves from being a particularly powerful image to being something that is used almost as a way of raising money, raising awareness, mm, you know, because mm. then it loses the, the, the power, and the child in his death loses his dignity in doing so. So it's, if you look at today's Sunday Times, they've done something quite clever. Right? It's on the front page, which is quite a shocking okay. thing. Right. But they've not got just the one image, and they didn't make it the whole half page, which they could have done. They've got three images. They've got an image of the child uh, when he was alive and smiling, and then they've got one of the images of the child uh, dead on the beach and then they've got an image of the funeral so what they've also done is they've humanized it frequently with these things and particularly with children from developed nations or people from developed or developing nations uh, is they they don't tend to, to humanize them we don't get to hear their story so they why, just become they, they the just become place. bodies you know we don't understand that kind of thing so it's about the fact that it, it's not just the image it's that the, it's the image with context it's about the fact that we've heard the voice of the father, that the father has told the story, that they told how this hideous tragedy occurred. You know, that makes that, that adds to the richness of that image, I think. And then you've seen some brilliant reinterpretations by cartoonists. I mean, you kind of Absolutely. look at it and you think, yeah, yeah. how could this image be any more powerful? And then you get a cartoonist coming and doing something, adding another dimension and making it a clear political statement. I mean, some, it's an incredibly, rich way of doing things. So were, were they right to use it? I think so. But should we be using it and, and putting it on the end of all our Twitter streams? No, I don't think so. Okay, because I mean, that's another part in terms of social media. By the way, 0891-104-207, you can, uh, you can contribute to this discussion. We're talking about the Syrian boy uh, who was uh, washed up on the shores of, of Bodrum in Turkey as they're trying to cross from Turkey to, to nearby Greece. I think 20 kilometers. I mean, that's the distance, really. Mm. And then the boy, to get him that human... Uh, image, well, Elan Kurdi, of course, is yeah. his, his name. What are your thoughts in terms of how the media covered it, in terms of whether those pictures should have been shown? First of all, I understand it, it, it first got shown in, in Turkey, in Turkish media, and then on social media across the world. I mean, just everybody. My, my son was at varsity, I mean, when he just saw it, without even telling me, he's like, I can't stop. I just see this all the time, and it's just irritating me. But then you realize that that's the reality, but that's why we're talking about him, and the fact that the point made earlier on by William that these refugees have been trying to cross over from Africa, North Africa and, and part of the Middle East for the better part of a year and thousands have died. So why are we talking about this youngster today and not all the others? 
Is it because that picture is so powerful as the point made? Hector Peterson comes to mind. Think about uh, the the victims of, of that Vietnamese uh, napalm bombing, I think a long time ago. Yeah. Uh, graphic, graphic images indeed. Abi, I'll get to you in a minute. 089 104 In fact, let's get to Abi's quick call here. Uh, Abi, go ahead. Hi. You know, yes, you're on the air. Go ahead. Yeah, you must look at the cause, you know, of, the, of these kinds of things, you know. We know for a fact that uh, America in, in particular and the No, 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 but, but, but Abi, we're not talking about no, the cause. No, no, no. I'm that, talking that, about the pictures. No, yes, listen. Yes, yes, you, yes, need yes, to, you need to hear me. I mean, as you've heard someone say, sometimes I'm cutting the callers. No, there's a reason. I have to moderate okay, this. Okay, okay, okay. I'm okay. interested in, should the pictures have shown and has the picture served its purpose or is it just sensationalism? That's what I'm talking about. Okay. They say uh, you must... Uh, Practice fair journalism. Right. What a myth. What a myth. This whole world is being controlled by certain peoples, including the situations which put it straight uh, at high time because hardly I uh, commend SAFM. Because if you hear the political issues that are being discussed, and especially the journalists, how biased they are. But you're not speaking about the boys. This, this is included in these kind of things. Okay. It's never been addressed what really should be addressed. And it's high time that you and, and all these kinds of people, I don't know who can address because this is not only in the Middle right. East. I'm going to let it go because you're not answering the question. Okay, sorry, 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 sir, I'd love it if you did, but you just didn't, okay? Uh, but others can comment via... Tweet, Twitter, by the way, uh, tweet uh, at Ashraf Garda or SFM Radio, but use, do use the hashtag media show. Uh, SMS me 34701, and if you are calling on 0891-10427, quick calls, I certainly can take. Alright, so let's talk about social media then, because I understand it, it was first published in a Turkish newspaper, and then before long, just about the entire world was, was publishing it, right? Yeah, I mean, it's, it's spread like wildfire, and... Um and they're good and bad things about that, you know, precisely because you can't control how an image is used. You know, previously uh, it would be something that you'd have to have a good quality copy of the neg to in order to produce, reproduce mm-hmm. that, that thing. You'd have to get certain permissions, etc., etc. to just, but with social media you can't. And I think that's one of the dangers that we need to think very carefully about using these kinds of images, you know, that we've seen um, previously images put out by people wanting to portray a particular idea saying, look at the horror of people that have been killed in A, B, C, D, E scenario. And in fact, many of those images emerged to be not, in fact, in that area at all. We've seen alleged slaughters of children in <coughs> villages in Nigeria, for example, when in fact they weren't in Nigeria and they took place many so years before. So they all could be Never know, yes. So we have to be very careful, you know, and when you get an image like this, again, it's about saying, well, how do we make sure that we try and ensure that you, that this is something that's carefully utilized? Because we are talking about a dead child, you know, and it has a very profound impact on all of us because <clears throat> even if you don't have children, seeing a dead child is something that's is not something you exactly want to encourage Absolutely. for anyone yeah. to see. It's something but, but, but that our journalists... And we're talking individuals now, right, and, but through social <coughs> media. When they saw that picture the first time, should <coughs> they check out the facts or just take it as a given? How do you know that? Because you also want to be first to, <coughs> first to tweet or first to, to post on Facebook or Instagram, isn't it? No, I mean, I think that's a great question. So one of the first things to do whenever you see that kind of uh, image, and there are these things that circulate, you know, they circulate about things that happen in South Africa. And what the first thing to do is to check in. And this is why mainstream media is still so critically important, mm-hmm. because you trust them to have the, pl- the people and processes and, and, and figures in place to make sure that if they see an image like that, it's verified. Yes, this is in fact a dead child, and it is in fact from this place, and this is how the child died. 
Now, fortunately, there's, you know, the father's been speaking to the media, so there are any number of ways of verifying it. But verification in this day and age is a, is a critical issue before you just sort of accept it. So the first thing to do if you see an image like that is check with your regular media houses, check with your local ones, and then check with the international ones and see if any of them have got it. If none of them are carrying that image and none of them are talking about that particular thing, chances are it's not mm-hmm. reliable. Don't retweet okay. it. Now, I'll go back to, to Hector Peterson. We know what happened there all those years ago in 1976, yeah. right? And that picture uh, of him being carried became the, a symbol of the struggle. Yeah. Uh, because for whatever reason, we, we connect with individuals. And we always, even now, you think about Actor Peterson. So, in fact, it helped the cause by being published in the first place. Are we going to see the same thing here? That we've had these discussions about refugees for months on end. Mm. Now, suddenly, it, it's, it's become absolutely global. Not just mainstream, but global, right? So, again, has the picture then served the purpose of raising public awareness on the one hand, but also reflecting on the fact that, just by the way, somebody has died. Well, I think it's a bit of a bizarre situation, you know, that you'd say it takes an image of a dead child in order to mobilize governments, etc., and and ordinary citizens to respond, because I'm not sure that that is necessarily true. Uh, Because if you look at what's happening with the the, the migration in, 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 in Europe at the moment, you know, there are thousands of images of people literally marching from Hungary to Germany at like the like moment. Like, you know? like going to a soccer it's game. like it's going to, to it's there thousands and thousands yeah. of people. I mean, it's staggering. And I guess for us, it's, it's, it's a kind of an inversion of what we normally experience in South Africa, this idea of refugees flooding into South Africa, you know, the whole idea of them flooding. So it's deeply political. And these things have been hot on the agenda in, in, in Europe for the last, uh, for at least the last year. So it's not like it's a new issue. What I think this does do is, is it humanizes it in a way that, 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 that frequently isn't done. So if you look at the right-wing media, you know, and there's a powerful image in The Guardian today, of a cartoonist who's taken it and they've taken that word that uh, David Cameron used where he said we've got to do something about these swarms of people mm-hmm. and they've taken it and they've got the, the image of the child and it just says swarms and it's okay. David Cameron you know something so it starts to make a very political comment about his issue so it humanizes it and says this is what's really going on mm. so if you say then has it served a purpose I mean I think that at, you know there, there are times when these kinds of images do have their, their, their place. Certainly around Hector Peterson, the 76 uprisings, it raised issues that until that point had not been on the global agenda in a way that, that should have been on the global agenda. And it started to shift things. And this might have a similar effect. But then, of course, we didn't have social media. So the danger now is that it becomes something of a, almost of a meme. And I have seen already some particularly unfortunate kind of uses of this, you know, where people are trying to be flippant about it. And that kind of thing is obviously just profoundly upsetting. Okay. But did, you, did, you, did you personally use it on social media? No. And why not? Because I, I don't want to use an image that's that powerful repeatedly. Because the moment you start to do that, it stops being about that young boy and it starts becoming about a symbol of something that he isn't, in fact. He was a five-year-old boy who died tragically in a situation that should have been avoided. And the jury's still out on that one. Should you, would you use that image of the young boy, on the, 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 the Syrian child, on social media or not? Have you done so? And, and you can tweet me, you can SMS me, you can, well, probably can't call, there's not much time. Sig, I can take your call very quickly. Hi has to be shared and and the uh, world's media all of them helped us to share this grief 
and 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 it deserved to be shared, and I'm so glad it happened. So compliments to all concerned. This are you glad? It, are you glad that they shared, or are you glad it happened? I'm just trying to understand no, what God. you're saying. I think I know what you mean. Yeah. No. Okay. Uh, th- th- that the way it was portrayed uh, was was not uh, uncommendable at all. It was very commendable. Thanks very much, and we love those guys who did it. Thanks. All right. Thanks for that. Uh, thanks for that. Let, let's wrap up. William, anything else you want to bring up around this that, that we need to know? I think that what you want to avoid is getting into a scenario where suddenly we're seeing more images of, of, of dead refugees. And this, is, and this is what tends to happen, right? In South Africa, we've seen this where you get a story of a brutal rape or a brutal murder, and then suddenly lots of other media pick up on it, and then they all kind of carry very similar stories and, and what you want to avoid now is starting to get a scene where the next time people drown because there will be more people that drown that there's media there and that they're trying to use these images again to do it because then it starts to lose so its, it its, its, its value but by the way I mean, you know the issue about Rivas Tiencam that was showed in court without much of a warning yeah. those of us who saw it mm-hmm. we know that shock factor again and again it brought the reality and, and it, it served possibly for people like us to almost judge Oscar Pistorius harshly at that moment in time yeah, I mean, that's a nice example, right? And the media and the, and the court was quite upset about some of those things being shown. And you remember that just after that, they said, no, 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 we don't want you to do this, especially not without issuing some kind of a warning beforehand. And there was so much attention and focus given to Riva about respecting her, even though she's dead, remember, and mm-hmm. her rights have fallen away in that respect, that there was so much attention given to not wanting to portray and not see th- those things. So the details, the graphic details were there if you wanted them, but it wasn't as though it was something in your face. And that's something we need to be careful about. In South Africa, we're a nation that still is in massive trauma. So we need to be very careful about how we use particularly violent images because seeing one violent image might spur some kind of action, but seeing it again and again and again traumatizes you to the point that you become unable to feel Absolutely. and unable to act on those things. Fact, and it's not something that we should be encouraging. In fact, Andrew Satani is another one that comes to mind. It's exactly. just graphic uh, in full front. Just, just yeah. quickly, the, the last thing here. In terms of the follow-up of the story, uh, we spoke about the fact that, and if, if you've watched uh, certainly video or TV coverage, there are thousands of people like literally going to a cricket, soccer or rugby cup mm-hmm. final, uh, marching mainly from, from Hungary, I understand, up crossing over to Austria with one mission to get to Germany as, as probably the most mm-hmm. prosperous of, German, of European countries that can actually uh, take them all in. Why, why is that image now not in our newspapers? Like thousands in one go. I'm not sure, actually. I mean, I think it, and it, and it should be, because the, the, the Germany says that they're expecting 800,000 uh, refugees. I mean, that's a staggering thing to be going on in, in, in Western Europe, you know, and, and the causes of this and, and what's going on now, that these are all Syrians or that they aren't or that there's a big mix of them, I think is, is something really interesting. And of course, it's got profound, uh, ideas for us in South Africa and implications for us in South Africa. We've recently introduced these visa regulations that make it very hard for for, for people to travel and yet we've got a constant uh, influx across our our borders for various other reasons. So there there are a lot of parallels. So we should be looking at these things and looking at how people are dealing with them because the thing that is striking about a lot of uh, the responses, particularly from developed Western European nations is that people are setting up camps to welcome them they're not you know there's some there's some right wing response to it but you're seeing that even with some of your right wing media that they are now saying okay we need to act on this that that image started to shift their view and if that's and if you can do that then that's probably a good thing interesting fascinating one William Burr thanks for your time from Media Monitoring Africa appreciate your input follow it still even now on the with the hashtag media show right lots more to come